0: I'd like to welcome everybody this morning we uh, appreciate being here and appreciate the kids and their enthusiasm to be up here and uh, we're just, it's a good day to be in the house of the Lord and, uh, <clears throat> we're blessed appreciate brother Ronnie being able to be here that's that's a blessing to us and uh, one of our oak trees and you know there's a there's a lot of people that uh, probably would like to be here that can't and unfortunately there's probably some people that could be here that ain't going to be here this morning, but uh, we just pray for them in every situation. And, uh, the ones of us that are here this morning, we just uh, purpose in our heart to do everything the Lord give us this morning. Uh, I'm sure, you know, there's going to be the Lord's going to ask us to do some things this morning. Uh, somebody might have a song or testimony, but most importantly, if He gives you an opportunity to come to the altar this morning, I pray that you'd take it. And, uh, that's a uh, that's the biggest decision you'll ever make in your life, and uh, I hope you make the right decision if you have that opportunity this morning. But, appreciate being here, and we're going to ask uh, Brother Lowell Thomas to dismiss Sunday school.
1: We appreciate being in God's house this morning. And uh, I never, seen, I get up here every Sunday morning and seem like I say the same things over and over. But uh, I could never praise God enough or, or tell you enough how good the Lord's been to me. He's blessed me every day of my life, and uh, even I can look back at some bad times in my life, and uh, and God, God blessed me even in those, and uh, so it's uh, the Bible said, that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord and are the called according to His purpose. So God will work good out of everything that happens to us. But now, maybe it could be possible sometimes we have to let Him, let Him make the good. Uh, I don't know about that, but He makes good out of all of it. And, and God, every one of us, Every one of us wants the very best for our kids. If if, if we're the right kind of parents, we do. And God loves us way more than I ever loved my kids. And I love I love them to death. I don't know I don't know how I to say it. I never have loved anybody like Jesus loved me. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't let one of my kids go die for anybody. If, if, and I always said, when when the boys were growing up, if if they had to go off to war, I'd rather go in their place. I I could never give one of my kids for nobody. But God did. He gave the only one He had, His only begotten Son, so that I could have life. And how? what was I worth? I was 15 years old when I got saved. Probably didn't have a penny in my pocket. Didn't know much. But I knew I was lost. God told me that that day. And I come and got saved and that the best day of my life. And I'm still in that same day. Down in here. Our lesson this morning, and I've had a hard time with this lesson, but we'll do what we'll do the best we can by the help of the Lord. And you help us if you if you got anything. We're in the fourth chapter of First Corinthians. and uh, and I want to I want to read a couple scriptures right ahead of this I got them wrote down here but I I didn't have them in any, any special order but In the first chapter of First, first Corinthians, the, the 12th verse, said, Now this I say that every one of you saith, I am of Paul, and I am of Paulus, and I of Cephas, and I of Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? And then in the The third chapter of 1 Corinthians said, For ye are yet carnal, for whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are ye not carnal, and walk as men? For while one saith, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are ye not carnal? Who then is Paul, and who is Apollos? but ministers by whom ye believed, even as the Lord gave to every man. I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. And uh, I've, uh, I've noticed over the years, now every one of us probably has favorite preachers, preachers we like to listen to. Maybe more a little more so than others, and uh, I've had to be careful with that over the years myself. As uh, far as I'm concerned, we got one of my one of my favorites pastor in this church. Uh, but I could go back in most cases all the way back to the day I got saved. And we had one of my favorites then because God allowed him to preach the gospel to me. And I, I, I could name, if I could name every one of them that's been pastors of this church since I was just a boy. And we've had some of the greatest men that God ever created as pastors of this church. And uh, God's blessed us. Beyond measure and still is, and it's it's somebody somebody's living for the Lord, somebody's I, I believe that somebody's living right, and it ain't always me. Uh, but somebody's living right. God's God's blessing, and uh, if 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 we do our very best. I believe I believe God'll bless our efforts. If if God give us a job and He has, He'd give me a job this morning to be here. That's that's first first I can't now God if God wants me to teach this lesson I can't teach it if I'm not here. If He wants me to if He wants and I can't sing, but if He wanted me to sing a song I couldn't sing it if I wasn't here. And uh, I might I might could sing it at home, but I would. There wouldn't be nobody listening. And uh, probably nobody would not listen if I did it anyway. <laughs> but uh, but I'm trying. The, the point I'm making: uh, every one of us has got a job to do for God. We're supposed to be the light of the world. And if if I'm not, at, if I don't come to church when I'm able uh I can't do my job and uh but anyway let's get back to this lesson now these people were saying I'm a I'm a Paul they had kind of had preacher religion and uh I've noticed I've noticed here before and I might as well just say it uh when when our pastor's been gone now, i ain't noticed this lately but i've noticed before when our pastor was gone somewhere for revival or whatever the crowd would be thin on sunday morning and and i'm glad i'm glad people love our pastor they ought to he's one of the best but if if one of our young preachers is going to be up here preaching they need our help just as much as Terry does. Maybe even more so. Uh, it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. And if, if somebody's going to sing a song, I use the pastor all the time, but I could, I could use Billy Ray singing or Linda or Blaine or whoever gets up here to sing. They need our help. Sometimes, did you ever try to do something? I know everybody here has done this. Did you ever try to do something for God and get up and, and your mind start going all over the place? You can't get settled down and and, and that's hard. I do that pretty regular, trying, getting up here trying to teach Sunday school. And uh, uh, the devil gets in here. And I said a while back, uh, every time I come to church, the devil comes with me. And uh, just like in the days of Job, when the children of God come together to present themselves before the Lord, Satan presented himself also. And he he comes with me every Sunday morning. He tries He tries to mess my mind up so I can't do my part for God. And he does the same with every one of you. It's a, it's a battle, and it's a battle for people's lives, for their souls. We're God left us here in the world. Now, I said a while back, I think, the day I got saved, God could have took me on to heaven and been justified in doing so. I was ready to go then. He could have took me right on. Or you also. But he had a job for every one of us to do right here. And when my job's over, when I get my job completed, that God wants me to, whatever, however long it is or whatever it is, when my job's completed, I, and if time stands, I believe they'll roll me up here in a box, and somebody will get up and say a few words, and they take me out and put me in the graveyard. When my job's over, uh, God ain't got no more use for me down here. He, he wants me in on the other. He, God get, got us prepared when he saved us to go to heaven. And that's where he wants us. He wants, he wants, God, God probably is more, more anxious about the resurrection than we are. That goes right back to what I was saying about him loving us. God don't want to see us in a battle all the time, fighting with the devil. But it's a necessary thing. Because he left us here to be a light to the world. And if we can overcome Satan in our lives from day to day, every day when you go to work or you're at home or wherever you're at, If you can overcome Satan in your life, it's a light to somebody. And if you come to church all the time, I've known people over the years that come to church here, never did say nothing. You never hear them testify. But I had a lot of confidence in them and still do. Because they come to church, and I, I I remember one fella, and I ain't gonna call no names, but he come to church here for years and years, and I'd never heard him say anything, and toward the end of his life, he got up and testified and set the house on fire, and uh, so it's you do what you you do what you can when God gives it to you. And it'll accomplish what God wants it to accomplish. It'll have power in it. And, uh, but these people kind of, they were, they were doing some ungodly things. And, and this, these are church people. Now, back when I was young, that's been a couple of days ago, but back when I was young, I used to hear this said once in a while. Somebody would say, well, pointing out church members in this church. Say, well, if that's what Christians are, I, I don't need to be one. I'm just good as they are. And if they're saying that about you, you need to repent. Something's wrong somewhere. People ought to be able to look at us and see a difference in us and the world. And uh <clears throat> I had a I told this before, but I I was working at Superior Coach, that's been seemed like a hundred years ago too, but uh and I the guy I was working with come out with an oath and and I turned around changing the drill bit. He turned right back around and said, Don't you never cuss? I said, No. He said, are you a Christian? I said, I try to be. He said, why didn't you tell me I wouldn't have been talking like that? Uh, and I hadn't been working with him very long. But uh, people people notice the difference. And people that are saved by the grace of God ought to be different. When... I I remember, and I believe everybody here remember when you got saved. But I remember the day I got saved, and it changed my life. Now, I, Satan still tempted me with all the same temptations that he ever did. And this flesh, God didn't change it, but he put something down in here that made me want to change it. And I never did. I've said this a lot of times. I never did like to come to church. I just come then because I was asked. But uh, that morning, that morning I got saved when I left the church house. I couldn't wait for Sunday night to get back. God God put something down in here and made me love to come to church. And uh, I know sometimes we're human, every one of us, and sometimes we get tired or don't feel so good or whatever, and things get in our way, and and we're tempted to stay home, and sometimes we do. Don't make it right. The Bible said, "Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is." So we need to come to church. Then, when we get here, we need to do our part, whatever it is. If God wants us to pray or testify, it, sometimes, sometimes all I all I can do is sit there on the bench and pray. You know what? How many times have I sat there on the bench and Satan get in here running back and forth and got my mind distracted and I I can't pray. But I'll tell you, I've told this story before, too. I was sitting right on the end of the bench there, and this may have been over on Albert Street. It's been a long time ago. But I was I was trying to pray and couldn't get a hold of nothing. And I, what I was saying, I, I was saying, Lord, I need to feel your spirit. I, you know, I need a blessing. Kind of on that line. I don't remember exact words, but wasn't going, wasn't getting nowhere so I finally said Lord if you can't bless me bless the church and he filled my cup up and run it over so I, I had my priority in the wrong place still a press saying me 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 all the time I need to pray for somebody else once in a while and God will hear it but anyway I've been all over the place now for the lesson a little bit uh, these people these people were were a church one that paul set up and uh they were having all kinds of different problems and paul was telling them about it now once once in a great while our pastor gets a message like that where he's kind of warning us to stay away from different stuff and so on and so forth and uh with I've heard I've heard people say just kidding, if so and so had have been here they'd have got it. Uh and that's that's a possibility. Maybe they're watching on the internet. But uh the people, when when Terry gets up here to preach, whatever God sends is for me. Now, maybe I'm not guilty. He might be warning us to stay away from all kinds of sin. Maybe I'm not guilty. But maybe next week the devil will be after me try, trying to get me to do those very things. So God God sends us a warning. And, and and I've told you this a lot of times. And I know every one of you knows this. I have never. And I've been saved since I was 15 years old. I have Never thought about doing something wrong that God wasn't right. here telling me that was wrong. That was the wrong move for me to make. I had no business doing that or no business going there or whatever it was. God has been there every time. And he told me, he told every one of us, he, he'd never leave us or forsake us. And that ain't just when I'm trying to live right. I remember a time, when, one time I was, I was in a place I had no business. I just out of fellowship with God and and the Lord come by and said, you're in the wrong place. You, You need to get out of here. I don't know if I minded him or not. I don't remember. But I just, I just remember God telling me that. And I was, I was clear out of the box. But he was still there. Now, I, I can tell you, he, that wasn't a blessing. It is now. I can look back at those times now, and that's, a, that's some of the greatest blessings of my life. Because God still loved me even though I was wrong. I love that song the kids sing. Yeah. He loves me when I'm right and he loves me when I'm wrong. Yeah. And uh now he don't he don't pour out the blessings when I'm wrong, other than just like I just said, warning me to get out of it. That's a blessing. But and that's what Paul was doing with these people. He was get he God was sending them a warning. Lay aside all this stuff quit bickering back and forth which preacher is the best and so on and so forth. Uh, It's all about Jesus. God gave the increase. and uh, Flavis Ash was the preacher that preached the gospel to me and I love him for it. But Jesus was the one that saved me. The preacher couldn't do it. All he could do was he he just passed on God's message, and God delivered it to where it needed to go. And when I come to Jesus, he he done the work in here, and he done a good job. He sealed he sealed me up till the day of redemption, and I've gotten I've gotten no fear when it comes time to leave here. I've got a better place to go. And that's everyone that's been saved, going to heaven. Let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of Christ, of God. So account of us as the ministers of God. And and I believe I believe that ever every one that ever preacher or, or ever I not not just preachers, but we they stand out a lot because they're in the limelight. But uh, every one of God's people that does their job deserve, deserves to be honored, but not above God. Now, I honor Flavius Ash for preaching the gospel to me, for being there and doing his job. But I honor God for doing the work down in here, and He's and I've done I've done told you I've been wrong a lot of times in my life. But what God done in here that Sunday morning in 1956 is still there, in spite of me. If there, if there was a way of losing it, I would have found it. But there's no way out. There's only one way in and no way out. He sealed us up till the day of redemption. And uh, when he calls, I'm going home. So we ought, to, we ought to recognize our people for what they are, for the power that they move in. But not honor them above God. Anybody got anything? Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. That's every one of us. We're, we're the steward. We're God's steward. His workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus unto a good work, which God foreordained that we should walk in them, and God requires me, and and absolutely this this goes for everybody. He requires every one of us to give a hundred percent in everything that He wants us to do, and to live our lives. To honor God, uh, if if I get up here, if I get up here and try to teach Sunday school and seem like I'm having a hard time this morning, but if I get up here to try to teach Sunday school and God blesses me and I do a, uh, I think I think what I think is a good job, I feel God's spirit, so I I figure it's a good good job, and I start thinking how good I done then I'm in trouble. It ain't me. And it ain't Terry Brock. I, now, I honor him for being the man he is. And he studied a bunch. And he's done his job, as far as I can tell, for the Lord. But when he, when he gets up here in the stand and God moves in the power of the Spirit, it's God giving the increase. If I, do my, if I study my lesson and I do all, all that I can and I pray and, and so on and, and God blesses me to, to teach a lesson uh, then it's God that gives the increase I've only done, I've only done what was my job I've, I've been a good steward if I've done what I'm supposed to do But it's God that gives the increase. But God wants us everyone to be good stewards. But with me it is a very small thing that I should be judged of you or of man's judgment. Yea, I judge not mine own self now there's a lot of people and, and now he's talking he's talking about people that have been saved here when he's talking about judging, but I want to throw this in for what it's worth. Judgment begins at the house of God. Now you go back in Revelation and uh, he said I, I saw a great white throne, and he that sat on it. And I can't quote it exactly, but he said the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the Book of Life, and the dead were judged out of those things which are written in the books, according to their works. They said the dead were judged. That's that's people that are lost. That, that and I've been I keep going back to when I got saved that Sunday morning in 1956. When Phileas Ash stood up here and preached on Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God, God passed down His judgment on me. I knew right then that I was lost and on my way to hell. And if I didn't get saved, that's where I'd end up. That's where God's judgment's passed down. Judgment begins at the house of God. Now, I got saved, I I done told you that, in 1956. And God's judgment's been going on on this carcass you're looking at ever since then. Like I told you, I, I couldn't tell you how many times he's told me I'm wrong. But there's been a lot of times that he's told me I was right. He poured out a blessing Sometimes you can't contain and uh, whether you're in the church house or not, uh, you've done something right that he's blessing you for and uh <coughs> So God judges us still yet in the flesh, the judgment. I want everybody to understand this. We're not going to stand in any line in judgment after this life's over. When Jesus comes back, you read in Thessalonians, he said, The Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. He said, Wherefore comfort you one another with these words? There'll be no more judgment. Maybe the execution of judgment, if you want to say it that way, but there'll be no more judgment. When when I God judged me guilty when I standing back in the little block building over on Albert Street. He judged me guilty, and when I come when I come out of there and come to the altar, he, he he took that guilt away, and I took the the punishment away, and it's never been there again. And like I said, we were were sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise till the day of redemption. When Jesus comes, I'm getting up and going home, and there'll be no more judgment. I heard a I heard a fellow say one time, and probably meant well, but he's saying God God's gonna judge us after we get up. But but it ain't gonna be whether we got eternal life. It's gonna be what how mu- how much reward we get when we get to heaven. I want you to know, every one of us got the same thing where every one of us, heirs and joint heirs with Christ, and whatever's in heaven belongs to me just as much as it does to you. It don't amount to my works. The only work I could do that, that had anything to do with eternal life was coming out of there and coming to Jesus when he called me. Good to be saved, and I know nothing of myself yet. Am I not hereby justified? But he that judgeth me is the Lord. So the Lord, the Lord will judge every one of us, and He'll keep us straight if if we let Him. Therefore, judge nothing before the time until the Lord come, who both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsels of the hearts. And then shall every man have praise of God. And God and God will God will bless you. That's what I was talking about, God. God will bless you if you do your job for God. He will bless you. You will have praise of God. And uh There's a scripture on down through here. <coughs> Talks about the uh, the church judging people that that are in it that are wrong, and uh, and uh, sadly enough, that has to happen sometimes. Uh, people do wrong things and don't uh, don't repent or don't. Make it right, and uh, sometimes, sometimes the church has to take action, and that's according to the book. If if somebody's wrong and we know it, and we talk to them and and can't get it taken care of, then it's up to, it's up to the church. It says from such withdrawal. And uh, so we, and I, I'll say this I have never, you know, we've had to do that a lot of times since I was just a young guy. And I have never voted for somebody to be. Uh, put out a fellowship or however you want to say it, that I enjoyed that or that, I, that I've done that happily. It, it's, a, it's been a burden every time. And if I'm going about it, well, I want to get rid of this guy, then I'm wrong. God God requires us. He said, love one another as I've loved you. He requires us to love each other. And anything that we do in the church that involves somebody else or whatever, it has to be done in love. And maybe, maybe a lot of people can't see that or don't really believe it. But I've been in this church a long time, and uh, I thought it's—it's my opinion that that's always been the case here. Now I heard it. I don't know if I'm running out of time or not I can't see the clock but I heard, I heard a lady say one time and I don't remember what she was talking about but she was talking about the deacons in this church and I don't remember that might have been before I was a deacon but it's been way back and uh, she said them, them, them deacons over there trying to run things and there's probably people says that now, or thinks it. maybe they don't say it. But as far, far as I know me and me and Bill was ordained together, that's been a long time ago. And far as I know, that's never been the case. And, uh, and God's blessed this church. Not just right now, but back when I was just a kid with some of the best leaders you could find. Now, some of them them wasn't perfect. None of them wasn't perfect. I guess I could say it that way. But we've had some that messed up a little bit. Who hasn't? But God... But them they were some of the best people that ever lived, in my opinion. And uh but anyway, we needed we needed